Welcome to the Craft Beer Cast. I'm Josh. That's Jeff. Hey guys, what's shaking? Um, hey, hey, Wells, what's happening? Oh, you know, a little of this, a little of that. A little of that. A little of this, a little of that. Jeff, oh. we have a special guest with we us. We do. Um, <laughs> we're t- actually talking about this at Common Mark a little bit ago, trying to figure out how long it's been. Uh, uh, Jason, a.k.a. the Super Hoosier, who sends a lot of beer to the show. Yes. <coughs> Chuck. Yeah. You know, uh, happened to be in town, uh, old college friend of mine, and said, uh, hey, we're going to be in town. And I'm like, well, hey, it happens to be recording day. And he's like, hey, then I'll bring some beer for the show. And I said, hey. Hey, how about one better? A lot this of haze. is all good, man. All good. Haze yeah, for horses. Glad to be here, guys. Thanks for having me back. I no appreciate problem. it. No yeah, well, problem. <laughs> so uh, I know what you've been up to. We'll talk about it. Hmm? Dude, come on. I know it was last weekend, but these two went out and gallivanted around town. We did. So uh, what'd you guys do? So, so you know, um, last time Jason was in town, I think Birdsong had just moved into the new facility. Okay. And um, Noda was still in their old facility. Oh, wow. Like, okay. So it's it's been a bit. It's been, it's been, a, been a, a minute or two. Yeah. So we, we were texting and, and uh, you know, I'm like, oh, let's go brewery hopping. Because, you know, like the story last time when Jason was here was like, here's a guy who wasn't really into beer. It kind of started getting into beer and what that journey has been like. Well, <laughs> fast forward a couple of years and homeboy over here is like having crazy bottle shares like twice a week. Um, he's got a keg of uh, barrel-aged barley wine, you know, at the house, yeah, like I, as one does, like uh, you do, as uh, one does. I'm not saying I might be an alcoholic, but beer has definitely added some weight. <laughs> <laughs> it's all beer weight. It's fine. Um, but anyway, so, so they were coming in town. We were talking about, you know, what to do. And um, he's like, hey, maybe we could go to Asheville for the day and go visit some breweries. And I'm like, but dude. There are yeah. so many here in Charlotte now. We need to go check out. Harp on that story, don't you? Well, I know it's 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 what I got right. <laughs> and uh, so so I talked him into uh, kind of just shooting around Charlotte for a little bit today. And so we went to Divine Barrel. Um, damn, I, it's so good. They they uh, you remember um, uh, Reverse Pancake? Defensive Pancake. Defensive Pancake. Yes. Yes. Hang on, I, my brain shut off. So they got a barrel aged version of it on right now. Ooh. Oh man, that's solid. It's That's good. some money. Um, they've got a red wine barrel aged saison with blackberries that is ridiculously good. Um, but of course, our West Coast IPAs. I feel like every time I go in there, and I even said it to Gavin, I'm like, you know, I gotta feel like when I walk in, y'all just might as well go ahead and crowler off whatever West Coast IPA you've got because I'm just gonna buy them. Um, and yet, I went with the double dry hop IPA. <laughs> As I'm want to do, yeah, and you the do New England do. IPA because yeah, he, he's right in Wells' wheelhouse of DDH. Yeah, um, hey man, I, I'm all about the West Queen West Coast too. I like it. You I like, like, a you clean like West everything. Coast. Yes, thing as long as it's good, I like it. Fair yeah, enough. exactly. That's the key. Yeah, so that's good. gonna be fun because he. Yeah, so again, you know, Jason brought some stuff for uh, for sharing. Um, so Divine see, Barrel, where else? Divine Barrel. Uh, we swung over to Resident Culture. Uh, they had a, a triple can release, I think, today. Um, Saturday. Saturday. Okay. They still had some. Yeah. yeah, there's still a lot a lot of that stuff left. Uh, I picked up the last four pack of their um, kettle sour with the cherries and guava. Um, that one sounded real good. Tried a couple of their triple IPAs. Just, you know, just had a good time there and then ended up over at Common Market for a little bit and just kind of hung out and just had a pint and just chilled out at Common Market. And so that was pretty cool. So cool. Uh, I had a good time. So yeah, it was Jason, a great day. what did you think of like Resident Culture, Divine Barrel, since it's been a while since you... No, honestly. Yeah, no. Uh, I really like the vibe at what... Let me rephrase this. The possibility of what the vibe can be <laughs> at Divine Barrel. Since we were the only two there, <laughs> right. it, it was hard to see what the vibe would be, but I like the layout of the place. Okay. Uh, it's, you know, huge, huge tap room. Yeah. Games on the tables. Like, just seems like a great place to go and hang out. And actually, I mentioned to Jeff that my wife would really like to go there. So we're going to go back there on Thursday for that because it's not fair that I get all the spoils of the beer trip. Right. So, so we're going to go back there. Uh, the resident culture, you know, I, I, I enjoyed being there. <laughs> Well, the, the reason I ask is because I know you are kind of into the New England style idea. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what they do really fucking well over there. Yeah, no, and, and actually the three beers I had there were all hazy, hazy IPA beers. Uh, a couple of them were really dank. I really enjoyed them. I like that facility as well with so much outside seating. I yeah. like having that option. Yeah. Uh, it's Both of them are big places. I'm really impressed. You know, the places we had gone to four or five years ago... Uh, aside from the Noda and the yeah. Birdsong, smaller places. Well, Noda and, was, I mean, the old Noda facility was kind of small. Yeah, but you, you could tell that 
you know, there's some focus on the aesthetics of the, of, of the area as well, which is fantastic because that's what brings people back. So, right. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, it's um, so I, I, I give them both high marks, honestly. Yeah. Cool. Well, else I know Black and Blue was not too long ago. Yeah, I was about, it? about a week and a half. Yeah, that's why I said I knew what you've been up to. Cause yep, it was it was ten years of Black and Blue. Uh, they had just such an amazing lineup. Another sold out show. Um, they released another hundred tickets like a couple days before. Um, just and it's still at the Visual Light Visual Theater Light. In, okay. in, uh, in Charlotte. So how, how was the? Um, what was was it as many people as in the past? Yes. But it's as many people in the past as in the past, but they opened up the outdoor oh, okay. area in the nice. back. So, you know, a little more space as many people and an additional hundred tickets. But when you figure that 200 people were probably out there at all times, yeah, I was able to, I was able to get around from the furthest part in the back to the bar inside in just a couple of minutes. So when you say open up, like they actually have pouring stands out there now. That's right. Okay. They had about 10, they had about 10 pouring stands. That set used to up be the, the smoking area back out. Yep. In that little area. Not okay. anymore. Okay. Well, it still is, but yeah. <laughs> right. So any big, uh, any, any big memorable beers from that one? Like I remember that, that year that uh, I think Josh was the last one you and I went to. Yeah. Uh, Omega point was the big hotness. Mm-hmm. Um, any any new uh, or any 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 uh, insider tips as to the big hotness this year? I mean, there wasn't like a big hotness this year. There were a whole bunch of hotnesses. Nice. So, no, there wasn't like any one standout. It's just the festival itself stood out. Excellent. So well, I will be making it at eleven years next year, God willing. So nice. right on, <laughs> liver willing. Yeah. Well, liver willing. Can you get me some of that Omega Point, by the way? <laughs> um, I know mm. a guy that knows a guy. Later, I mean, on, later so much, on this year, you can pick up a fresh one. Not so much the old ones, but uh, no. perhaps I know a guy ones. that knows a guy. Do you, then, uh, do you know? Maybe. All right. So as we have warned. You don't know a guy? No. Oh, dang I it. You were my guys. guy. As we have warned <laughs> listeners to the show, we are going to keep beating Whales for Wishes down your head until it's over. And so here's our normal Whales for Wishes plug. Don't forget, Whales for Wishes coming up very, very soon in like two weeks. Uh, one thing I didn't want to point out that I know we've talked about. We hadn't gotten into great t- detail about it. This year, there are four boxes that are online only. So that means you're not competing with all us drunk assholes in the tap room that have had umpteen million samples and just keep dumping money into the boxes. Which has got to be... That's like, a great problem to have. It is the but. best like marketing tool that iAfraid has. Yes. Hey, look. Y'all come to this bottle share and drink a whole bunch, and then when your, uh, your wallets get really loose, come buy extra tickets. Yep, exactly. So there's, there's they always go in and it's like, oh, we're at like twenty percent of our goal, but I think we're okay. Like three hours later, oh, we're at one hundred eighty percent of our goal. It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> what are you doing? He's made a he made a mess over there. This is why you, you can't, can't have, nice, have things. nice things. Drinking problems. So, like I said, whales for wishes coming up two weeks. Man, uh, it's that close. Yeah, I probably should go ahead and get a ticket then, right? Yeah, you um, might want to get a ticket if you're gonna, while they're still there. While they're still there, yeah, they're still there. You Unless you know somebody who knows somebody. And Josh does not know anybody. No, I don't. I don't ever leave my house. Come on. That has been a I know. Like, we completely glazed over. What have you done in the last week, Josh? Dude, come on. You know that. <laughs> what, do, what do I do? I go to Common Market. I buy my beer. That's it. He sits on the corner and rocks back and forth while he thinks of Handies and Gronk. Yeah, I saw your name on the uh, counter today when I was in there. <laughs> All right. So something happened today. Oh. Kind of out of nowhere. Might Whoa. be a reason behind it. Might wow. not be. Rock Bottom just closed the stores today. They yeah. just up and left, huh? Yeah. They said, peace, y'all. Rock Bottom's parent company closed, uh, I think, three locations. Okay. Uh, they closed one in Atlanta. They closed this one and one other with more to follow. So, yeah, I think I had heard that that was... Yeah. So they're having a hard time corporately, as it were? I'm not sure what their situation is. I just know that this was not an isolated incident. Hmm. Yeah, that's what I figured, that it you know, wasn't I, just Charlotte. I mean, not that I am uptown a lot, but the handful of times that I am, whenever I go by the Rock Bottom, it doesn't seem like they have much of a press. Like, like nobody's in there. Nobody's, nobody's well, ever I dreamed. mean, you think about a Rock Bottom, and it's like a fancier Applebee's to me. It, Yep, you're not far off. Yeah. And the beer is probably a fancier Applebee's quality beer, too. Yeah. Um, 
it rock bottom fit a, a decent little niche in uptown where business travelers who yep. kind of just wanted something like ah oh, close to going my to that. hotel and, and I honestly I think in Chicago the rock bottom there is the same thing like it's it's downtown it's in the touristy area and you're gonna get the people that are in town. Sorry, Wells. You were saying yeah. I'm done. I, no, no, I completely I was going along with you. I completely <laughs> cut you off, and I'm an, I'm the jerk. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, that's okay. No, I'm, I'll own that one. You are the ass. But yeah. I mean, plain and simple, it's I, I'm not going to miss them. Yeah. So many of their beers were mandated from somewhere else, like mm-hmm. or you've got to do this much, or you got to do something along these lines. And now, was it like hops to where you could kind of have some freedom? Mm-hmm. That's okay. right. Okay. You had some freedom, but it wasn't a ton. Okay. Um. But, you know, I'm just not going to miss... This does not affect my drinking whatsoever. No. The only thing that this does is significantly change the how many breweries are there in Charlotte argument because inevitably it comes up, well, are you counting rock bottom? <laughs> now I can just say no. No, because no, I don't <laughs> fucking have to anymore. So, yeah. so um, do you guys have Ram down here? No. Nope. So it's a, kind of the same concept. And I know that uh, they cl- they went through the same thing. And they closed a bunch, but so the brewer at Rock Bottom. Do you know? Is he? You know anything about him? Mm-mm. No. Okay. I mean, you know, like any time there's a, a closing, you know, you you hope the best for the staff that's employed. You hope they can find work. You know, um, to your point, Wells. I, I I never went to the Rock Bottom here. I don't know that. Actually, I take it back. I've been to one Rock Bottom. It was the one here. It was before I moved here. I, you know, as I've never been to one in my life ever. I've been to that rock bottom maybe a handful of times, and the last time was two years ago. Yeah. It's it's why I only reason that I wanted to go there two years ago was because it was snowing, and I just said screw it. I just want to have a beer before I go home. That's it. Nothing wrong with that. And but it just was no reason for me to go back. It's like cool. You guys have a blonde on and like a golden ale and a <laughs> and a lighter stout and a brown ale and a red ale and it's just a whole bunch of like. Classics, but yeah, tired classics. Yeah, and that's but not the, unimaginative. That's the Gordon Biersch line that owns all that stuff, right? Yep. Okay. Gordon Biersch is the parent company. Yeah. At least they're you know or was they're present. But I was I was watching. Uh, I was telling Jason earlier, I was watching the the basketball on the TV. The basketball, the on basketball, the, TV. the shooty hoops, the shooty hoops, and the uh, the dribbling balls. And uh, <clears throat> there's a commercial for Coca Cola. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about like, hey, you know, normally you're always in the mood for a Coke, but sometimes you're not and you want these other things. Well, we make these other things, too. It was like, pardon the pun, it was very refreshing. Yeah. hey But they were listing off like all the companies that are part of the Coca-Cola umbrella. You know, so it's Smart Water and it's um, Powerade, I think. And, you know, here, uh, Odala, like naked, yep. naked fruit slushy whatever those are and they had all these different things that they it was magic hat and their magic hat and, and, and sam adams um fat tire and you know it was it was it was really nice to see them like owning like if you like coke these are the other things that we have as opposed to all these billboards i see right now for saint archer the first craft light beer or the first light beer for craft or craft light beer, something like that. St. Archer. Yeah, I don't know. Um, you mean completely the Texas owned. brewery that got bought by Budweiser? Recently? No, no, yeah. no. It's the one Miller owns. Oh, Miller. Oh, I'm sorry. I get the Texas brewery bought by multi. But I mean, it, it's like from out of nowhere, there are billboards everywhere about a craft light beer. And I'm like, who are these guys? And I looked them up on, on the Wikipedia. And I'm like, yeah. No. I'm surprised you're able to take a step back from the basketballs. Well, you know, it was difficult, but I was sitting there in the middle of a commercial break for something else. And actually, the game was on. I'm like, oh, here's some time to research. Yeah, here's some time to research. <laughs> Got to see what's going on. Not watching Duke almost get their butt handed to him by UCF. It was great. Taco. So speaking of cores and Miller and all those fun things, they're still in a stupid, pissing, spitty, whatever dumb match that you want to call it. And now it's gone. Were you looking for something? You look confused. Oh, shit. I'll grab you on here in a second. Or, yeah, well, 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 uh, so we know that the whole Super Bowl thing started a fight with Miller, Coors, and now Coors has got the special tap handle that when it hears a disparaging ad about itself, 
it lights up, and everybody in the bar gets a free round of Coors Light. Wait, 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 wait. Whenever yes. Bud Light says something bad about Coors on Twitter, the or, tap handle lights up, so everybody podcast. gets a free round. So is this like Shazam or Soundhound? Like it like picks up the sound on the commercial? I mean, well, I'm, either commercial or Twitter, yeah. Well, didn't so, Bud Light okay, invite like, that? The, if they're going to pick up on Twitter, good luck. Beer's always free, guys. <laughs> so, uh, question. How is that legal? It's only in some states, yeah, some cities. select cities. Yeah, New York, kind of Philly, Philly, Dallas, Dallas. Omaha. It's, it's probably kind of like the Bud Light thing with the when the Browns finally win a game, all the coolers will open and you'll get free beer. Yeah. Which was so sad. <laughs> it was. All those. So then the next question I would have is, and I'm putting my tinfoil hat on. Mm-hmm. If this tap handle can hear a disparaging ad, what else is it listening to? Is it listening to me? I don't think probably. it hears a disparaging ad. It's probably a Wi-Fi connected and it just gets a signal. I don't know. I mean, I'd like to think this could be automated, but it the social media be. guru at Coors presses a button and it lights the social up. media ninja. Yeah, yeah, because the article gives shit all for details. It just says here's how it works when some when Bud Light says something bad on social media or broadcast media, the tap handle lights up. That's somebody's job now to to monitor yeah, Bud Light right. social media and, and then press the say, button. Ding ding. Blue they've light. got a they've got a red button like Trump has. The mountains are cold enough. this is just dumb like even in terms of promotion it's just dumb well if you want to talk about dumb because it keeps going buddy let's go so to take it even further miller Coors is suing bud light for this ad so not only did they decide hey we're going to make this tap handle that gives everybody free beer they have decided now to sue bud light that's not going to be the worst it's not, it's not even going to stop Bud from running those ads. And they're getting progressively Wait. stupider. So, so let me ask a question, though. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen the Miller Lite commercial where all of the actors from the Bud Light commercial stop and drink Miller Lite at the end of filming the commercial? <laughs> That's a no. So, yeah, there's, that commercial exists. So how is that any different? Um, hmm. I mean, they essentially have Bud Light in one cooler, Miller Lite in the other. It's, and the commercial's it, done, and then they go to, grab the light. To me, that light. can't be a whole lot different from the, uh, what it was the old Coke and Pepsi commercial that had uh, Your Cheating Heart by Hank Williams playing in the background, and you know all the cans come running out. I mean, it's the same kind of idea that the people who are being paid to do a thing are not necessarily interested in said thing. Like, I, I get that. I think what Miller's point is, is... You know, Bud is portraying corn syrup as this evil thing that, you know, they're too good to do, even though they do that with a ton of their beer. Right. You know, and it's not they're they're conflating corn syrup with high fructose corn syrup, which everybody knows is bad for you. But you back off my high fructose corn syrup. Look, I, but it's that, not high fructose corn syrup. It's just, it's just corn, corn syrup. syrup. It's just regular yes. corn syrup. Yeah. So they're trying to be all boogeyman and everything about this, but it's no different than the rice syrup. That Budweiser uses Man, the same I, damn thing. Yeah, the rice syrup is. I mean, it's still a. It is what it is. It's you're using it to lighten things up. I, yeah. Like, nah. I mean, it's a, it's a fermentable. It's no different than sugar. It just comes from corn and high fructose corn syrup is such a bad, evil sounding word that you hear corn syrup and your brain automatically fills in the high fructose part and it's all weird. This is just like the dumbest pissing match that I've seen between two corporate titans. Yeah, before. this this with, is with light up tap just, handles and it's such a weird argument lawsuits. to start. Yeah. Like like what is AB's goal here in starting this land war? It doesn't make any sense right, at all. Especially what is their market share like in the beer market anyway, their percentage? Like most? It's gotta be most. So is it worth it? <laughs> They're, I mean, they're looking for ways to keep their sales going up, and they have been slouching over the last several years. Yeah. Declining, declining. Of course, that's mostly because of wine and spirits. Yeah. And, and weed. Uh, Don't forget about weed. And, and the weed. Well, the and, weed. And they do spend a lot of money maybe buying some breweries they shouldn't. Well, I mean, I think they would argue that they're buying the right breweries because they buy said breweries and then convince everybody else that it doesn't matter who owns them. Because, you know, they're just, they're still the same breweries. They just get to brew on our big equipment every once in a while. <laughs> Until they take away something like, uh, what a, was it, Hunkers or whatever that they took away? Yeah. 
Which it's is all fine. Like, until I, it's I, not. are we? Do we have that article in the next show? What the one about the, uh, how AB is killing the the buzz behind the idea of craft beer? No, it's a really, really, really long read, and uh, I had time, and I, I was actually, it good beer hunting. I could have been no, okay. it was somebody different, but they referenced it a bunch. Okay, um, and and you know it was one of those things where like their their big thing, like they kept having all these brewers from companies that had been acquired by AB and they were all talking about, Oh no, actually really I get to be my own self and I'm doing my own thing. And, uh, you know, whenever we've got something that gets hot, we just put a call in and suddenly, you know, we get access to the AB equipment and we can brew a huge, 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 huge batch, get it all across the country. And I'm like, cool. But like, what happens when you aren't performing and people aren't buying your beer? Yeah. You're going to get shuttered like everything else that AB has ever put out. Yep. How many times have we talked about Bud Platinum, Bud Black, Golden he, he Wheat? He played baseball, didn't he? Yeah. I mean, Bud Heavy, Bud Dry. Well, Bud Dry for sure. But uh, was that real? Bud Dry? Yes. Yeah, no, I think it was. Why a, ask why? Try Bud Dry. You what don't remember this? Bud Dry. Bud it's, Select. It's a Budweiser that finishes dry. Oh, Jesus Christ. So they made a brute lager, basically? Yeah. Oh, good Lord. I give up. I give up. I give up. But I mean, these are all beers that Budweiser put out, just like McDonald's. You put out a product, you see how people respond to it. As long as they're responding positively, you keep making it every so often. Yep. But the second it starts to taper off, you kill it. Or you make it a limited one-time release, like a Shamrock Shake or a McRib. Yes, get all the and hype. never at the same time. Yes, <laughs> never at the same time. Get all the hype. Uh, all right, so I, I have to file this one under why? Question mark? Question mark? Question did, mark? Did you search for this by doing uh, Florida Man plus your birthday? No, I that is my. No, mine was actually that? pretty good. Mine was hilarious. Mine was a Spider-Man mask and something else. I don't remember. Mine was the one about. The the Florida man kills his neighbors with kindness. Uh, oh, by the way, he named his machete kindness. <laughs> <laughs> Holy uh, shit! Florida man plus your birthday. Yeah, Enjoy. it's good. It's oh, good. Such a good one. Uh, so Carnival Cruise Lines has decided to brew their own beer because <laughs> good why? for them. Yeah, yeah. Nothing could go wrong here, guys. This is royally dumb. Hey, but they're out there. So you, as you can see, there are two. I think. Well, wh- wh- why? Why is it dumb to be devil's advocate for a minute? What if they have a good brewer? And I'll do you one better. When is it dumb? Oh, sorry. No, I'll I, do I, you I, one better. I'm saying, have, why have, is it dumb? No, ha- have you been? <laughs> he said, "Why is it?" No, I just said, "Why?" Like I, you know, you go on <clears throat> so, these vacations and you can never find good beer. So what if? This brewer puts out good beer. For starters, going to go out on a limb and say this beer is probably not very good considering it's an amber, a West Coast IPA, and a Caribbean wheat. Wow, I'm really like lining up to get on a boat. The reason I'm saying it's dumb is because that is thousands of pounds of equipment. If they are if they are truly brewing on this cruise line, they're not. They're doing it in Florida. Okay, so they're so that that big so place they're the, distributing to their cruise ships. So yeah. that's I mean if. See, I don't know if they are actually brewing or if they've just lined up. Oh, it's. With, I will tell you right, the why. Brew Hub. Yeah, that's the that's the the big thing. Cigar in City, the, yeah. everything. So they've they aren't brewing their own beer. They're, they're probably con- contract brewing. Contract which, brewing with somebody else. Yeah. So why is this news? Well, I just thought it was fascinating. Carnival's going to have a private label for three janky beers that nobody wants, aside from the captive audience that's desperate for something with flavor. And who in will it. be? I, who I will have such part. a bad case of Stockholm syndrome when they get done that they will buy some on the way out because you can buy package. The reason, I'll, the, the the answer to your question, Wells, as to why it's all profit margins. That's right. If they can sell, if they can sell their patrons their own private label beer, yep. Versus, yeah, yeah exactly. Still though, I mean, well, but it's, it's contract brewed, so their margins aren't that good. No, they can't be. And I and I will tell you, this is something that I looked into because at one point, you know, in the, the vacation roundtable you have when you are with a significant other and you're trying to decide what you want to do, and I'd sworn it off, and I'm glad that I did. Um, we were going to go on a cruise. And so, of course, me being me, I'm going, well, I know there isn't shit for beer on cruises. So I started looking up, like, what Carnival Boat has the best beer. And there is a few of them that actually have, like, giant craft beer bars. And is have, it the Brewdog Boat? 
No, believe it or not. <laughs> oh man, I almost got a spit take out of Wells there. That was I kind of I kind of th- thought it might have been, but uh, there was one I think that had like twenty or twenty five taps. <laughs> you okay? I don't know if that one came good. out of left field. I'm just gonna be like I'm. I don't know if that's a good take or a bad take. I am, I'll find out. I guess it is a take. I'm not sure what kind of take it is yet. I'll get back to you on that. All right, fair enough. Take that. Take that. But like I said, I mean, that was one of those things that actually stopped me from going on a cruise to begin with is going, well, there isn't shit for beer here. So oh, not the and Norwalk virus or any of that other so, stuff so that, that you can get. For but that comment, there isn't mm. shit for beer. Yeah. Led them to say, hey, yeah. why, why don't we do our own thing? And contract brewing isn't the worst thing if if that's not your end game. If, if you start it as contract brewing and you want to kind of expand that it's, it's a good place to start because your margins are low but your overhead is low well yeah you're you can experiment with this and either it works or it doesn't it doesn't and, and then, if it doesn't work you don't lose anything walk away from you walk it no away. big deal absolutely yeah. but yeah I feel bad for all the people with dysentery on these carnival cruises that then are like well I, I guess I could drink a beer <laughs> I guess I gotta have a thirsty frog Caribbean wheat <laughs> thirsty frog <laughs> or a parched pig west coast IPA like thirsty is right up there with fluid as my least favorite beer industry terms right now. Yeah. The whole like, oh, we, we're just talking about the fluid, like, oh, or the, I'm sorry, not fluid, liquid, liquid. We're just talking about the liquid. We're only talking about the liquid, the liquid, the liquid. I'm like, quit using that word. Wearing it out. Stop. Stop. All right. Are we ready for break? Sure. All right. We'll, we'll be back in 30. It's time for yes. buy no buy. I'll explain how it works. Pretty simple. We've been drinking a beer. We're gonna rate it a one or a zero. We either bought it or we know bought it. So Jeff, what is our first beer up? All right. So um, aforementioned resident culture um, had a triple can release this weekend, and one of the beers they put out was a um, a pilsner with saws and cascade hops called. Sorry if this doesn't change your life. It's a, I, what, one of the things I really appreciate about resident culture is that they're always really good about very interesting and creative beer names. Um, to me, they're the forerunner of there should not ever be an excuse for a crappy beer name. One that somebody has already used or. Yeah, as we, if we, as we have discussed thousands of times on the show, we are not running out of beer names. Yeah, they're, it's pretty inexcusable in the day of Google and untapped yeah. and everything for there to be a trademark dispute. It's just pathetic. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so at any rate, sorry if this doesn't change your life. Um, Great name. As a Pilsner, I, I mean, it doesn't change my life, but I mean, this is real good. I, I, I really do appreciate Resident Culture when they come out with a, a non-hazy IPA because I feel like that's about two-thirds... That's about two thirds of what they have. You're right, Josh. You know, it is a lot of what they do, um, but they do like to have like some kind of a, a pilsner of some form uh, on on the shelf. And this one's real good. I really like it. Um, I, I I would buy this. Wells. I mean, it's a pilsner from Resident Culture. It's a pilsner from Casita Cerveceria. Uh, it's pilsner from the two of them combined. Like this does not let me down. It delivers. Mm. It's delicious. I mean, what's what's not to like about it? It's, it's real so, good. I'm only a little bit upset that I was drinking this earlier today, and it was kind of shitty outside. Other than kinda, that, what, it's a great beer. I was a little disappointed they were out of the uh, pineapple goza. Sorry, I drank it. I bet you did. Yeah, I asked, and, and he's like, "Yeah, no, that's out." I'm like, "That's probably Wells. He probably drank it." I, I mean, that was good for one of those. Every time I showed up, that was so damn good. All right, who am I kicking things to? Because uh, I'm used to going Josh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. J- J- we'll, we'll let Jason. All right, here. Jason, where are you with us? All right, so I I like this beer. Um, it would be a good summertime beer for me. I'm, but pilsners just aren't my thing. So I liked it. It meets the style, and you know everything. It's probably one of the better pilsners I've had. But 
I'm just a no buy solely based on I don't buy Pilsners. Fair enough. Josh. Josh. Josh, sorry. You're dead wrong, man. This is delicious. It's great. I'm telling you, resident culture, when they make a fucking Pilsner, they make a fucking Pilsner. Yep. That they do. I don't get it. Because, like, all I think about them and all I honestly go for is their haze beers. But they can they, do other styles so damn well. Why do, why do they lock themselves into those other styles? I, so the thing is, I'd that's say, what people want. Yeah. So, so Wells was right. For me. They make what is popular right now, but I feel like they do a pretty decent job of having one or two like life raft beers for other people. I would, I, my, my constructive criticism to them would be to be a little more like Divine Barrel well, like, and, have, why, and have, have more, uh, have what? more variety. But don't but but like variety doesn't mean you have five hazy IPAs. Like lock it down to two or three. And I get it that that's your thing. Lock yourself down to a couple of them, but then force yourself into these other styles for everything else. Well, and that's what I was going to say. So remember the the time right before I left for the Dominican and the three of us went there. Yep. Mm-hmm. And there was like nothing but hazies and one West Coast IPA on that tap board. Yep. When I know they can make beer like this, why the fuck are you not but, doing that? But shit? can I clarify though? Like yeah. normally for me, if I were to rate, if there was some way to rate beers on like a scale of five, like a pilsner would be like a three. I, I give this a four above. This is so you say I'm fine. wrong, but like I did rate well, it you're high. Right, but I mean that's just, okay. Yeah, you're, you're just an asshole. It's, no, it's <laughs> <laughs> no. I totally get it. Like pilsners yeah. especially can be very polarizing to people. It may not be right up your alley. I totally understand that, and it. it took me a while to get into like an actual real Pilsner and what they were. Uh, it, honestly, it took me drinking enough Old Mech to go, okay, I understand what a Pilsner really should taste like now versus what I had my entire life. I mean, really, it boils down to opportunity cost and tank space. Sure. Uh, you can churn out a batch of Hazy in two, maybe three weeks. Right. And the customers will fly, you know, will just drink it all. But you do a Pilsner... And you're looking at a six-week fermentation. I mean, it's tying up that tank that space, for yeah. you know two to three times as long. And guess what? It's not selling as fast. Yeah, I get so it. So when you look at it, it just from an opportunity cost standpoint, sure. there are like six times as many reasons not to do a Pilsner rather well, than... Well, and, and let's be honest. You're not going to sell a four-pack of Pilsners for the same $18 that you're selling your four-pack of... Double dry hop, double IPA. No, but it also doesn't cost as much to make. Fair enough. All right. Valid point. Next beer up. Oh. Sorry, I, I had to digress there. You're fine. No, no, you're fine. So uh, uh, up next are all the beers that Jason brought. Big asterisk oh there. Oh, my God. Oh, did you just finally get into that last one? Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> all right. So uh, first off, we've got a trio from uh, Windmill Brewing out of uh, Dyer, Indiana. Um, the first one up. Uh, so, so I see Jason check these in all the time on Untapped, and I'm like, oh, those, those, these got to be good, or at least they're the kind of style that he likes. So, I, I feel like he's going to buy all of these. But uh, the first one is Coquito Memes, a uh, Coquito inspired milkshake style IPA with coconut. And so, uh, Coquito means uh, baby coconut. Okay. And uh, Coquito is a uh, uh, Puerto Rican, a Puerto Rican like Cuban kind of drink that's like eggnog, yeah. but it's like very coconut heavy. Um, mm-hmm. It is delicious. rum and cinnamon and nutmeg. Oh, have you had the coquitos? Yeah. yeah. When I was oh, the tell, tell me more. I would like it's to try delicious. coquitos. Now. Is it uh, coquitos is uh, year round? I mean, <clears throat> it's the a, place just, I went. I could just get it. Whatever. So, so like the, what I saw, menu. what I saw on the Wikipedia um, was that it it you know so it reads like eggnog. So what's the dairy they're putting in that? I, d- I didn't pay Condensed attention. Condensed milk. Like. Yeah. Condensed okay. Milk, coconut milk. One or the other. I could see that. Um, this is actually real good. Wow. I'm kind of like kind of shocked at myself. And, and honestly, maybe because I'm coming around the, the bend again, trying everything a second time. The and maybe after here. that last one. <laughs> uh, no, but um, this is good. It's um, it, it kind of is reminiscent of what's the one dogfish does. They do a coconut IPA. Um, dead air. No, I'll think, I'll think of it later, but uh, yeah, it kind of reminds me of that. It's, it's oh, I know what you're talking about. I see it all the time on Twitter. I mean, this, this is a time. pretty, pretty, you know, standard, slightly cloudy, but not at all hazy 
uh, beer. I, I like this. I, I would uh, I would buy some of this. And, and normally, like um, me and lactose, especially in an IPA, are big no nos. But um, you know, coconut, vanilla, lactose. Like I'm in for like one of these every once in a while. I don't want a lot of it, but I like this. I would buy it. Well. The dogfish head beer you're thinking of is the Lupu. Yeah, Lupu Lua. Lupu Lua. Yes, yes. Uh, I like this better than that dogfish head offering. There's just a little bit more of everything, but it's not overly sweet. I mean, yeah, it's on the milkshakey side, but uh, I mean, I really enjoyed this. I'm all for it. Jason, where are you? Yeah, uh, I have bought this many times. I continue to buy it. I go to the brewery and drink it when it's available there. I think the kegs might have kicked by now, but uh, definitely a buy for me all day long. If any of you come to Indiana, I will buy you one as well. And to Josh. Yeah, this is fucking delicious. I mean, it's good beer. I like when things have what they say they are in them. This is a 9% beer. Are you serious? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> most of, right? So most of Windmill's beers are like 8% or I higher. I did not get that. So, uh, I mean, I'm already buying it, but damn. Yeah. yeah Sorry if sneaky. that doesn't change your life. All right, next beer. Actually, no, that's that's an eight percent. The next one is nine percent. Correct. This one is nine percent. Would you like to try this one again? Because I feel like I like I know where you're going with that. It's the same place I'm going. So the next one up is Meme de la Creme. Um, now with more memes. I I don't know which memes they're putting in it. So uh, more of them. More, just more. Yeah. Okay, yeah. not okay. all, just more. Enhance, more. enhance. How many more memes? Uh, double. Wait, that's it's a double milkshake. Yeah. Wait, wait, that's illegal. I'll talk to Mikey. I'll ask him. <laughs> this is beyond science. This is a double milkshake style IPA with mangoes. Um, again, I feel like Jason is purposely trolling me with the lactose beers. Um, I like this beer too. Wait, what? See, I'm, I just, I'm just finding you some good lactose beers. How sure. About that? And, yeah. and, and, and I've always said that. Like, I don't. No, you haven't always said. You said lactose should said, never okay. be in an IPA, ever. Okay. This is like the conversation when somebody walks into a bar and says, give me something that's not hoppy. And then you get like the hoppiest beer they have and they like it. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I don't typically. You're, you're absolutely right. I've said that I hate lactose in an IPA. Yep. Um, but this one somehow freaking works for me. Um, and like I was all preparing myself for like okay I can't just like everything because Jason brought it on I'm gonna make sure that I'm still but I I mean I'm, I'm gonna be objective I'm gonna be even though he didn't brew these or but anything I, well you know I, I mean know. he bought them yes but, but I know people so. yeah he knows people he knows he knows a guy that knows a guy they will be listening to this sh- uh, episode later yeah uh, no but um yeah this meme de la cream I man I like this and and I I like mango in an IPA occasionally uh, this one it really works and. I, what's weird is that I was really against Luther and the Meme Sickle, which was, about was to ask is the same which was company. The, it's it's yeah same brewery okay. yeah. Uh, brewery. It's something about like and, and maybe it's just like let, I, me, let me comment on that. So I think this I, one is older. Sorry to cut you off, but this one is they don't date, but this one is probably a month and a half old. Okay, so maybe some of that has fallen off. Maybe some of the mango has. I just dropped. have like like I I think I have some kind of like repressed childhood memory of having a bad experience at an orange Julius. And so like the, the whole like orange creamsicle thing has never worked for me, but like mango, it's different. I don't know. I, I, this one works for me. I'm a buy. Wells. I love mango. I, I'm kind of hit or miss on hazy IPAs or not hazy IPAs with the milkshake IPAs. Okay. I was going to say, do what now? This one completely misses me. It's not enough mango. It's not enough hazy. It's just, it's everything that I don't like about the milkshake IPA style in a nutshell. Sorry. Uh, you don't have to apologize to me. But I just. Jason's one you to apologize to. Mm-hmm. Not even. Uh, so, yeah. That said, I'm going to pull a purpose. I'm just kidding. I'm not. I'm, I'm gonna, <laughs> I totally <laughs> tap it. I totally tap it. Just calling it now. Jason, where are you, man? Yeah. So, as I mentioned before, and your comments kind of hit on that. The mango in this has definitely dropped off. This one's I've I've had this one for at least yeah, a month and a half. We let you on the show, and you're bringing old beer. I bring well. You send me old beers all the time, so no, no. I send you fresh Zing. beers. You just sit on them forever. Uh, That's not no, my fault. I don't think so. Um, so hey, how long did you have that last box? I will here? say fresh. I, I, like definitely, I will buy this. I will still buy it anyway. I'm loyal. I'm the norm of windmill. I feel like so. Uh, yeah, I'm a homer. Josh. Nothing wrong with being a homer. I mean, sometimes we, we are. Uh, this is damn good, but yeah, the mango has definitely kind of slipped out a little bit of it, but it still does not make it a bad beer. It, by any stretch of the imagination, it's still a huge buy for me. I will, I will make a commitment to send you guys fresh 
Mam de la Creme next release, and okay. you can compare it. All right. Yeah, all right. And then a year later, when the box shows up, <laughs> it'll be a year old. Absolutely. All right. Jeff. This was fresh when I bought it. I it love Meme de la Creme. Jeff, next beer up. All right. Uh, next one up. Uh, again, another one of the windmill beers. Uh, this is Coquito Dreams. So, uh, again, a tiny coconut. Um, so can I can I speak on on these two on the coquito Coqu- Coquito memes and the coquito coquito dreams. speak to so me they out. release both the coquito memes and the coquito dreams at the same time same release yeah uh, it was ca- kind of the theme of the release they did mixed four packs so you could buy what, two what and was two the theme what, uh, you lost I think the theme was coquito oh okay yeah yeah so gonna go out on a limb and say it was probably coquito. so all right so they made mixed four packs so, it was so just, they, they was sold just two and two and yeah okay. mixed four packs the okay. two and two. Which worked out well. Uh, you get a little of the I- the milkshake IPA, little of the stout, both lactose, coconut. Uh, but go yeah. ahead. Yeah, so it's an imperial milk stout, uh, which makes sense because lactose, milk stout. Like I, I get. I that. don't like lactose in my milk stouts, ever. I didn't say that. I've never been on record for saying that. Lactose, <laughs> in my, lactose, lactose on my IPAs. Not a big fan of lactose in my milk stouts. Totally fine. Totally fine. Um, this is real nice. I mm-hmm. like this. I understand why you drink this so much, Jason. The 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 mouthfeel on is real nice. The lactose works real well. The stout's real nice. The coconut's there. I'm um I'm gonna buy on this one. I like this one too. Wells, I mean it's a pastry stout that's balanced as all things should be. Um, this is one of the sneakiest eleven percent that I've had in a minute. Um, are we sure this is? Josh is going to get screwed up. He's going to be drunk. Hashtag drunge. Yikes. I mean, grunge. That, that, Hashtag drunge. That, that is a royally smooth 11%, and I really yeah. enjoy this beer. Yeah. Jason, where are you in? Yeah, so I'm the same way. Uh, of the two, I prefer the meme better, but the Coquito Dreams is, is money for me all day long. I bought a case of mixed four packs. I will buy it again. Josh? This is damn delicious. I mean, Wow. Wow, you know, it, it amazes me how a small brewery, at least I would assume these guys are probably small, right? Yeah, they're they're self-distributing in Indiana only. They're okay. they're looking to distribute to Illinois next, which right which I recently like. found out that if you distribute within the state of Indiana, you don't have to go through the process of label approvals. Only when you go outside to outside. So I was not aware of that. So they're working on getting their distribution to Illinois, which will probably make them take off a little more. Right now, you can go to the brewery and they have just cans stacked up along the walls you can buy. But that's probably going to go away and I'm going to have to start lining up for releases. So. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. Or I know people. Which, or you know people. Yeah. You know a guy that knows a guy. That's really all it matters. No, this is, it amazes me between Luther and some of the other ones that we've had from these guys. It makes some damn good beer. You know, and it, so it's been funny watching like... Like how often he checks in these beers and I'm just like either either it is like two blocks away from his house or it's just that good it's about four miles and okay so every check-in has been at the brewery it's usually I'm yeah. there two or three times a week so yeah I mean like clearly that's become your local haunt and that's perfectly fine um, seems like they've got some real cool good stuff going on so yeah Absolutely. All right, Jeff. Uh, let's let's talk about this <coughs> final beer. All right, We're on a left turn up. here. Fi- final beer up uh, from Hailstorm, which is Illinois, right? Yeah, they are in Tin- Tinley Park. Park. Uh, we went there, right? Yeah, uh, we did. Like uh, your time, first Dark Lord Day. The, I the last time I was up, I think it was the last time I was up for Dark Lord Day. I thought we Wasn't went it? to Half Acre your second time. Could have been. Yeah. Yeah. One of the Dark Lord days. Um, we we stopped by Hailstorm. Uh, at the time, I wasn't super crazy about them because they had uh, there's just a lot of like hazy cloudy you know like a lot of their stuff is based on cloud names so like i just wasn't real crazy about it. they had a good scotch ale um but i remember having this russian imperial that was real good called vlad the second um and so jason brought a vlad the second order of the dragon it's a bourbon barrel aged imperial stout but this is the neapolitan version of it <laughs> so i'm one of those monsters that um if somebody buys neapolitan ice cream i scoop the chocolate out and leave the rest all right, Homer. I am not. I am not a strawberry. Marked around in Neapolitan ice cream as there's strawberry and vanilla left in it. I, 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 I'm not a big fan of strawberry ice cream at all. Um, I bet you love this then. No. Yeah, his reaction told the story. <laughs> like, like, so part of me wants to give them credit because this totally delivers on what it says it is. There is strawberry, there is vanilla, there is chocolate. 
That being said, I don't like any of it. It's gross, no buy. Oh, 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 you want some more? Here. There's plenty. That's Let me just go ahead. Wait, is that too much? Good. You got it? Okay. okay, there you go. All right, now we're good. Well, you're driving. It totally delivers on what it says it has. He's but dumping I don't, it anyway. We're going to dump But it. I don't like it. Um, no, the, the strawberries on this are out of control. It is. It's. Cool. It's. it's uh, yes. I mean, I hate to say extract, but it kind of pops like strawberry extract. Um, Real strawberries aren't that strong. No, they're not. They're tart. Like, or at least more than this. This is just saccharin. This, this was like strawberry chewing gum. Yeah. So, yeah, clearly I'm a huge fan. <laughs> I, I'm not getting any barrel. I'm not getting anything other than like a hateful amount of strawberries. <laughs> so, Jason. So, yeah, uh, I've had this before and the barrel was more prevalent. This is like you guys have already covered exactly what it is right now. It is just over sweetness and and I've noticed this I've had a few of their other variants Jeff and I when he was in town before we had their raspberry Vlad at and the that time wasn't bad. but I thought it was way too artificial raspberry sure. same thing uh, they do have a spumoni same thing oh. a lot of like like fake cherry uh, so I will n- probably not be buying this again I would just let my friends buy it and I'll try it at a bottle share at my house so Josh. That thing is a fucking mess of a beer. I don't know what's going on. I'm so confused by it. What happened was... Uh, yeah, it's... All right, so make fun of me all you want. I don't care. Oh, yeah. I mean, we always do. I know. So underneath my laptop over there, I've got all my little mixing bottles for my vape shit, right? Uh-huh, yeah. And I've got about five different strawberry variants in there. And I can tell you exactly what strawberry extract they used in that. And that's the sad part. <laughs> make, fun of me, make fun of me all, all you, you want, want, but I've had, had this before. I, I have a related story, but go ahead, Josh. Tell us more. Well, I don't need to tell you anymore. I could, like, pick, pick the bottle it? out. It's a sweet strawberry extract. That's no. made by... It, that's I was kind of a letdown. Well, what else did you want me to tell I, you? I was expecting like, uh, that's strawberry H73. Yeah, yeah 23.17. No, but I can tell you the company they bought it from. Look, I, I, I have friends that still refer to you as Captain Crunch. Because <laughs> you, whatever you were vaping that night was uh, like, gave off like crunch berries or something berries. like that. Yeah. yeah. Snozberries taste like snozberries. Uh, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. So are you buying this beer, Josh? Yeah, absolutely not. Okay. That, that he already bought it. It's in the box under his laptop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's in my vape juice, bro. That, oh. that thing just needs to get dumped. That's a well, I mean, Jason's got a whole big pour. Of well, he can, he can, I can't let a beer I go to waste. I still have my first pour of this. Like, I haven't How are you the, even like, muscling like, through The thing it is, it's like... It's, not, so it's Because I a, hate myself and I want to die. It's a... Like, for being... I'm an alcoholic. For being 14%, it sure doesn't taste like 14%. No, it doesn't. No, it but doesn't. I don't care. Yeah, all no. I taste is that sweet strawberry extract. Yeah, it doesn't taste 14% I, I got, at all. I got this. Great. Yeah, you can, you can finish the bottle. Happy birthday to the bottle ground. Oof, that Happy was, birthday to the poor. That was atrocious. All right, so Semperi tap that. It's pretty simple. Out of the beers that we have sampled on this episode, what are you going to put on your kegerator? So, Jeffrey, where are you going, man? I'm sorry if this doesn't change your life, but um, I feel like I could drink a ton of that. As much as I appreciate the windmill beers, um, what I have found for me personally with a lot of these, like, slushy beers, New England IPA, Super Haze, like, I like them, but I can't do a lot of them. Um, I would not want to go back to it. It would, it would, it would turn south before I would ever get. It's a lactose. No, it's it's just yeah, it's it's everything else in there. I I like it. I appreciate you bringing it. Thank you for bringing it. Uh, Thanks to the people at Windmill for uh, making this beer. It was really fun. Uh, But uh, I I I think that that Pilsner from uh, Resident Culture is my jam. So I would tap. Sorry if this doesn't change your life. And if it doesn't change your life, look. Hey, I'm sorry. Wells. (laughs) It's really tough. It's either going to be sorry this doesn't change your life or Coquito Dreams. I honestly need a second to come up with an answer for this. Oh, Can okay. I kick it off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Kick it back to me. So um, I'm, I'm just going to say that for me, again, we already know Pilsners aren't my style, so I'm not going to invest money in a, in a keg of a Pilsner, even though, again, I, Look, I did enjoy Look, just say Neapolitan and move on, no, okay? <laughs> well, it depends. Let me s- s- 
slam this pour that you gave <laughs> me, and I'll, I'll decide. So for me, it comes down to the other three. And for me, the Coquito memes stands out more with the uh, the coconut, the lactose, than the, the Mem de la Creme. So for me, it's uh, Coquito memes. And Josh? I'm going to go Coquito dreams on this one. Okay. Stout, baby. I can't believe I, it's just where I am today. Um, I mean, and again, as an 11% stout, that thing drinks like an eight and a half, <laughs> if that. Yep. And, and I'll say that the uh, Coquitos are, I mean, they're over a month old as well. So, I mean, they've... Why do you bring us all this old crap? Because I come on spring break, not when I want. Josh, where are you with this? After you fiddle around with your computer and your spreadsheet? And- Josh is getting the Neapolitan because he loves them strawberries. He's got five bottles of strawberry yeah. juice for his vapes. I do, but uh, not that beer. <laughs> uh, I got vape lord. Yeah, bro. I've got to go with Coquito Dreams. <laughs> man, that, I mean, the, the memes was good, too. They're both really good. Mm-hmm. It's just there's something about that stout. The stout's real good. Yeah, really, it's, really it, the sweetness on the stout is my second fantastic. choice, for sure. Really, really works. But that, that pills, was it was a close battle. Same. I had to re-up on both of them. Yeah. Get it? Re-up. Oh, hey. <laughs> now, re-up, that's, that's a good, that's a damn good pills in the culture. All right, Jeff, we're at the end of the show. Where you at, man? Come check us out, craftbeercast.com, where you'll find our old episodes, our old articles, our old beers. You, you can pop your beer of your choice in the search box, and if we've had it, it shows up. If you've got a beer in your market that you wonder if we've had, and you pop in that search box and it doesn't show up, like, I don't know, Coquito Dreams, maybe what you want to do is get in touch with us. Contact at craftbeercast.com via your email We'll, we'll work out some shipping, man. We'll trade you some beer. Ain't no thing. Um, we'd love to try what you love. What's great in your market. Uh, this is all stuff. Like, again, you know, Jason sent a lot of stuff to the show over the years. Uh, these are these are things that he is drinking now and he absolutely loves. And uh, he's totally happy to, to send it and bring it. And he's super excited about it. And, like, that's what we like. Yeah. I, I like the idea that you're in a market that we don't have access to. And you have beer that's really good. But it doesn't get distributed because maybe the brewery isn't trying to be more than it needs to be. Yep. That's fantastic, man. We would love to send you some of the stuff that we've got that you can't get access to. Hit us up. Again, contact at craftbeercast.com. Uh, you can slide into our DMs at CBCast on the Twitters. Uh, Wells, you got anything you want to pimp? Uh, you can find me at all the Wells on the Insta Twits. Much more of one than the other. Jason, where are you? Yeah, I'm at Super Hoosier, who you've probably heard on the show many times. More of the tweets and then uh, Insta, but... Maybe, maybe twice. Maybe. No, let's not say many times. Maybe <laughs> twice. Twice. Okay. Four times. I counted. Four Josh? Times. We actually named out Chuck, I think, more than anybody else. Yeah. Okay. I know he's sitting listening to this right now like stewing. Well... Like, yeah. he has got to be like, there's steam rolling off of his head right now. It's okay. Well, now I have a new shipper. I have a new shipping guy, so I'll send you stuff more often. Josh? Go. You can follow me on Twitter at JoshCBC. Uh, don't forget to rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice, iTunes, or any of the other ones that let you do it. Uh, don't forget our Patreon. It just helps us stay independent. Other than that, we will talk to you guys next Thursday.